Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're listening to a podcast from the pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. In this week's Dear Viv, how do you know when a complicated relationship has reached the end of the line? Dear Viv, my husband and I are trying to repair our marriage. We've identified that the breakdown was caused by differing expectations about my relationship with his family. It's a bit complex, but bear with me. He's from another country and I'm English. We met here. There have always been tensions in his family about whether I married him to get a second passport. And it's also complicated because we both had a child from a previous relationship. After a whirlwind romance, I fell pregnant and we decided to marry and live in his country. Looking back, I do realise things went rather quickly. At first, knowing how important his family are to him, I threw myself into building a relationship with both his divorced parents. Maybe I was overly keen to become part of the family, and maybe this did create overly high expectations on my part that led to me taking things too personally. Language has always been an issue, as his parents both speak French and wanted me to raise all the children as bilingual. My husband's family would also allude to my roots, saying that since I didn't have any family left in England, I didn't really come from there anymore. This was just one of the many insensitive comments made over the years. In the first couple of years, I could brush them off more easily, but over time, I think they began to erode my sense of identity. Our marriage lasted for several years, but by the end, I was finding it so difficult to manage everyone's expectations that I started suffering panic attacks. When we visited England a couple of years ago, I decided not to return with him and stayed with our eldest child and the little one. During the time we spent apart, I rebuilt my life and career here. Most importantly, I attended therapy, learned to deal with my anxiety, regained my confidence and I'm almost back to my old self. I was upset about losing my husband and my stepdaughter, but I knew that it had been a matter of self-preservation. The problem is, I still love my husband. He now lives and works within reach of me, and we've started to build bridges again very tentatively. But the issue of his family looms large. Now he and his daughter are coming to spend Christmas with us, and he's just announced that he's invited his sister along too. As I said earlier, his family are really important to him. But this has plunged us back into old problems again. 
I feel annoyed that he didn't consult me first, particularly because we only just got back together again last month and we need space to work out our issues. His take on it is, the more the merrier. It makes me feel like history is repeating itself, but it also makes me feel like I'm being an unreasonable spoil sport. The wounds have almost healed, but in laying them out here, I can see that I haven't quite let go of the past yet. I want to sort this out in an adult way. And in the best case scenario, I'd like to re-establish some trust with my in-laws so as to facilitate their relationships with the kids. Who knows, maybe we all come to understand each other better in the end. I know the only way forward is to go in good faith, but I need to feel supported and appreciated by my husband in all this and I need to feel that I'm understood. I hope you can help me to see all this more clearly. I veer between guilt and exasperation. Guilt for possibly being selfish denying my husband the happy family scenario he so craves and exasperation for not taking my own needs seriously enough. Being on my own in this, it's hard for me to take my own side. Yet in returning to England, I've managed to do that. I don't want to lose the sense of self I've worked so hard to regain. Oh, desperately seeking self. I was very moved by your letter. And first of all, I want to say a huge thank you to you for sharing all this. Your letter has been edited down for brevity and protect your anonymity, but I've read all the details that I haven't been able to read out here, and I think it's important to say that you're an incredibly brave and patient person. Um, What you haven't dwelt on too much uh, in what I've just read out is that you really don't have any family of your own at all, so this is a particularly difficult situation. Your desire to build a family is perhaps stronger than it is even for most of us, which explains why you've put up with these very challenging circumstances for a long time. The thing is, though, you haven't made it easy for yourself. We don't choose who we fall in love with, but we can set clear boundaries early on if they're doing things that are making us unhappy. And as I suspect you realise, it has been very difficult for you to establish these boundaries after the event. I want to give you the most practical response that I can, as I can sense that you're at the end of your tether. You're already in therapy, and that's great. And you show a real sense of self-awareness, as well as a lot of respect and compassion for everyone else in the situation. But it's the fact that you mentioned guilt that really worries me. Guilt is a pointless emotion unless it spurs us on to change our behaviour. In this instance, I don't think you need to feel guilty at all. I mean, have you really been selfish? It's not selfish to have your own feelings and motives. It's not selfish to want to create a relationship and a family on your terms. Perhaps it's been a bit selfish of your husband's family not to give you more time and space when they must know that you don't have family of your own and how difficult this situation is for you. It's not your duty to provide your husband with the happy family scenario he so desperately craves. But it has been what you've ended up doing, I suspect, because you yourself so desperately crave this happy family scenario that you talk about. I think it might be most useful for you to concentrate on the last point that you mention. Exasperation that your own needs haven't been taken seriously enough. There's only one person who can take care of that. Have you explored with your therapist what your needs are? When you look at what's on offer with this man, can he really meet your needs? Of course, you'll always have a relationship with him and with his parents because they're related to the child you have together. Plus, your daughter has ties to them and you have ties to your stepdaughter. But there are two separate issues here. 
First, managing a complex step family situation, which is difficult but manageable and many people are doing it and I think you are already doing it. So I don't think this is actually the problem. Or second, keeping your relationship with your husband going. I think this is the real problem. At no point in this very long and beautifully written letter do you mention anything very much about the relationship between the two of you, how he makes you feel, how he treats you, although you do say, in passing almost, that you still love him. You say you had a whirlwind relationship and then you got pregnant quickly at a time when you both already had children. I wonder if you've ever really got to know each other separately as people and not just as parents. No one's to blame for this. It's inevitable in a situation like this that your relationship became skewed towards family management. But what relationship between the two of you is left in all this? And is it worth saving? This is the question you need to ask. Do you really still love him? If so, why? At least be able to articulate it to yourself. Does he still love you? What will happen when your children are grown up and his parents have gone? Will you still want him in your life? and not just as the father of your children. I think perhaps you've been afraid to face this question because it might feel as if giving up on him means giving up on your family altogether. It absolutely wouldn't. Whatever you decide, you have a family already and they're not going anywhere. I really hope it helps to separate this out into two very separate things, family and relationship. The family side of things is practical It's complicated, and yes, your in-laws are intrusive and irritating, but that is true for many people, and it's manageable by being patient, setting boundaries, and making it politely and assertively clear what you want. Uh, By the way, the sister coming for Christmas comes into this part of the equation. If you don't want her with you at Christmas, you must say so. It's your house and your Christmas. No one is allowed to invite anyone you didn't invite. The relationship side of things is less practical, more emotional. How do you really feel about this man when you set aside all the family stuff? Does he make time for you? Does he think about what you want? Does he take your feelings into consideration? I might be wrong, but from your letter, I'm not sure he shows much evidence of doing any of these things. If it offends you that I've said that, that's a good sign. Look for more evidence that he has your best interests at heart. If you can find enough, that may be enough to keep the two of you together as a couple. Just remember that repairing this marriage is not the same as repairing your family. The work of keeping a family together is the work of a lifetime and it never stops no matter what state the marriage is in. So don't confuse the two. You're not going to lose your family and you'll always have the love of your children. I don't need to tell you this because you already um, have mentioned it yourself, but try and stay on good terms with your in-laws for the sake of the children. And once that relationship is solid, they will always be there for you too, even if they are quite annoying and always speaking French. But set your marriage to one side, I think, and look at it in the cold, sober light of day. What is left? What could you still do together? What do you still need from each other? These are the answers that you can look for on your own before you talk to your husband so that you can be really sure of your own needs before thinking about anyone else. I'm wishing you all the luck in the world. I think you're halfway there and very soon this will all be sorted out one way or the other. Whatever you decide will be the right thing. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, 
please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.